0: is it possible to recover from selling out mm. we're going to be talking about the battle of two artists i'm joe i'm josh you've got questions
1: I'm feeling grounded
0: Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. I mean, if only feeling grounded ten years from now, we sell out.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe if they're, if they're, if we're getting paid,
0: our future looks dim. Josh, we'll slowly <laughs> we'll we'll slowly begin to like deceive each other and resent each other.
1: Yeah, I think so. Definitely not. <laughs> hi joe how you doing man
0: i'm doing okay uh been driving around a little bit i just came back from my sister and my brother-in-law i see my niece uh which was nice uh roughly a two-hour drive got Mm -hmm. me some gas got me some coffee and uh zoomed away i'm a fan of driving are you
1: you said you you are i am a fan yeah yeah i am too i not so much with kids in the back
0: Mm -hmm. no (laughs)
1: But uh, it is. I really like to drive, yeah.
0: I remember you had said that before. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know road trips, like when I was in college, I would, Claire and I would just drive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just, we would go out and just drive, windows down, music blaring. It's the greatest thing ever. I love it.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I just can't trust it when other people are at the wheel because mm-hmm. I get a headache. Not that I distrust their driving per se, but I just always get headaches when other people drive without fail. I have to be like in a certain position. I haven't been able to figure that out for the mm. years I've been on this earth.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I have to drive if I'm in the car. I wonder what would happen if we were in a car together.
0: We have we, been. Uh, we I've, be, I've, I've been driving Did you. you. And I remember one time, because we were about to lead a retreat.
1: On the, the little spoon.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I just sprayed a bunch of cologne, maybe like a few hours before and it was still pretty pungent and you're just mm. like this car smells fantastic. Oh really <laughs> I was I was <laughs> like the way you phrased it, you're mm. like, I thought you were about to say this car smells awful. I have to get out of here, but mm. a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one.
1: I love <laughs> cologne I mean it works just as well on me as it does on women <laughs> as it doesn't work on women. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it
0: so what we want you guys all to do right now is subscribe to feeling grounded podcast like the video share to any prospective person that might want to be interested in our content check us out because we are going to have digestible videos from these episodes or even watch all of these episodes uh, in one shot and we'll see you again in 11 hours after <laughs> or something like that but what we want you guys all to do especially is subscribe to us on at feeling grounded podcast on instagram and also check us out on patreon we we put exclusive content on both of those platforms for only three bucks a month on Patreon. You guys can see exclusive content that we genuinely love doing. Um, also, we are going to be putting up a Twitter account in the next um, few weeks. So be on the lookout for that. We want uh, you guys to be seeing us on multiple places uh, and exposing ourselves not in a non-inappropriate way. Um <laughs> Danger. A, danger. A, anything else, Josh?
1: <laughs> and um, yeah, just looking forward. We're making some tweaks to our format. We're you know moving in a direction. We're trying to like make this as fine tuned as possible. And so we're kind of seeing what what works, what doesn't work, and go from there. Just thank you for for listening and continue to
0: do so. We love you guys. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheers. Plink. It's time for happy crappy.
1: Okay, so happy, almost done with the house. You can see the studio's all set up. I have various things in the home. Got my shelves. Look at that. Got my guitars and bass basses. Pianos back there. In time, we're gonna put a like a sofa, pull-out sofa in here. So get to that whenever I can. And then just doing a lot, a lot of housework like crazy stuff painting and putting in doorknobs painted like every room we did furniture stuff we got new couches i got a, a, a dining table and chairs
0: mm-hmm.
1: stuff for outside like all kinds of stuff is, is going on so i've been spending Good a lot patio of
0: time stuff, right? yeah, patio, stuff. patio stuff right
1: patio stuff patio stuff. some outside furniture which i'm excited about because that'd be fun because we're gonna bonfire and a cool thing we can do out there got an air conditioner for upstairs mm. I, I said last time i wouldn't do it but it was too hot so i got one for our bedroom knew you would yeah <laughs> And then uh, set up the studio, set up the basement, set up the garage, it's all cleaned up, the outside's good, mowed the lawn, it's been crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's been very productive and we're basically done. All, all that's left is just setting up our upper living room, which will be like a movie theater playroom space, which I'm stoked about. We have a projector and a projector screen and the big TV mm-hmm. we just got and the big sectional and we're going to get carpeting. And so it needs, needs carpet now. Then after the carpet's through, then we can set everything up and we're, we're done skis nice that's good yeah so that's my happy it's so
0: exciting to set up an apartment space or any type of living space yeah because you make it make it your own
1: yeah it is it's it's great and uh yeah so that's mine just getting to work being productive that's my happy
0: good um i would say that for my happy what i did a couple days ago i went out with a few people from church played disc golf again in um probably about a few hours away from from where i live and what we did was um we avoided a storm completely i mean it was probably storming in the background maybe about 10 miles away so you could hear it all see see the light but it didn't hit us at all from where we were um So it was right at a brewery too. So I tried a couple samples uh, before, you know, turning in and uh, great conversations, uh, great brethren. Yeah.
1: Nice. That's great. That's fun. Yeah, I have to get into this, disc golf thing. I heard that it's, it's very fun and I'm way into that.
0: You honestly could get a starter set for about nine bucks. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I got to give it, give it a shot and see.
0: We'll find some from where you live. Do it before I come yes, before sure. I come do it before I come up in a month.
1: <laughs> there we go. Sure thing. Don't happen. We can play more spike ball too. <laughs> and I'll make up the rules. <laughs> make up the rules. Good stuff. Okay. So you want me to do a crappy? Yes. All right. So my crappy is I have a lot of school work to do tonight. So after, after this, I have like a midterm I got to do and then a little bit of an assignment. I don't think it should take too long, but uh, I keep pushing it off because of how much I've been doing housework. <laughs> so that could also be my crappy is doing housework. It's it's great. It's my happy because it's nice to get stuff done and accomplished off the list. But it's also crappy because it's literally been my obsession all week. I've not done anything else except just take care of the house. I haven't really worked well. I haven't like exercised. I haven't eaten well. Yeah. Um, So I'm just waiting for everything to be done so we can get back to like stability and like life Mm -hmm. routine and all that again.
0: Do you work well with change? I'm just curious.
1: I love change. Okay. Like a lot. I think oftentimes, I mean, everyone struggles emotionally with change and I Mm -hmm. do too, but I really like change.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's important because we need to grow and need to have experiences and that's what changed us. It brings new things to you.
0: Mm-hmm. So my crappy is nothing. Nothing. I have. I, I don't have anything that I really am bummed about. Um, it, t- it took me a while when writing notes up um, before meeting up with you. I just couldn't think of anything that was really, really bad. And oftentimes I've had to stretch for some of these episodes to figure out what was a crappy just to fill up mm-hmm. some space. All right. And I'm not lying to myself. Um, there really is nothing that I can um,
1: hone in on. That's so great. That's a good thing. That's how it should be, you know? No crappies, all happies, man. It's the worst way to live.
0: And it's odd because I feel like I should be shocked about this, but, you know, I earned it. Yes. The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time.
1: July 21st, 1969, the famous, the famous moon landing occurred.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. So on this day in particular, it was the first step on the moon, right? When Neil Armstrong did his whole thing, he was the first person on the moon. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he said his trademark uh, line, you know, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. So that happened at 2.34 a.m., on uh, July twenty first.
0: Now, what GMT time zone?
1: The GMT, sorry, GMT, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't know what time that is. But. I'm sorry, I said two forty something. It was two fifty six a.m. Two fifty six a.m. Mm-hmm. GMT. Got March. it. Okay. And a lot of people, <clears throat> Joe, thought that this was like, it was fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. They thought it was a conspiracy when they were watching it because of like a bunch of reasons. Like how is it possible that we can watch something that's happening on the moon? And so all of these ideas, conspiracy theories, arise. And I wanted to like talk about some of them today.
0: Yeah, what from what I understand, one of the reasons that people were so doubtful was because there was no there was wind.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you could see the, the, the flag was kind of moving a little bit. So okay. like, It was like, "There's no wind on the moon. How oh, is this possible?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Or that they thought that the um, shuttle looked like a shuttle from a movie. 2001 Space Odyssey? Either that or maybe another. Because that came movie. out the year before. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So the like, Kubrick mm-hmm. stuff. So it says moon landing conspiracy theories claim that some or all elements of the Apollo program and the associated moon landings were hoaxes staged by NASA possibly with the aid of other organizations. The most notable claim is that the six crewed landings from 69 to 72 were faked and that 12 Apollo astronauts did not actually walk on the moon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Various groups and individuals may claims since the 70s that NASA and others knowingly misled the public into believing the landings happened by manufacturing, tapping with the destroying evidence, including photos, telemetry tapes radio and tv transmissions and moon rock samples so in 1980 the flat earth society which we know they make great content oh of course <laughs> accused nasa of faking the landings arguing that they were staged by hollywood with a walt disney sponsorship based on a script by arthur c clark and directed by stanley kubrick folklorist linda Doug suggested that writer and director peter i <laughs> film capricorn one Uh, which shows a hoax journey to Mars in a spacecraft that looks identical to the Apollo craft might have given a boost to the hoax theory's popularity in the post-Vietnam War era. Okay, so this is a parallel with the other attitudes. Yeah. And all that stuff. Some of that was interesting.
0: Yeah, I think Stanley Kubrick has been associated with a lot of conspiracy theories, that included with the moon landing, but also the thing that most interested me, one of my favorite movies by Kubrick is his last one, Eyes Wide Shut, Mm. um starring tom cruise nicole kidman at that time in the 1999 they were still very much together mm. and for a little bit while while longer but the, the point is with the conspiracy theory um it's a very risque type of movie if you've ever seen it, very good movie um
1: i haven't seen it. it's on my list I want, I want to
0: watch it you should uh highly recommend it but halfway through the film Um, Tom Cruise's character, without going into too much detail, he finds his way. He kind of makes an effort to do so, going into a mansion, but it eventually becomes a sex party. He didn't know, but he kind of... It was implied from the person inviting him, telling him the password to get in. He gets to the mansion, which was filmed at the Rothschild. Mm. Mm. That kind of plays into what I'm about to talk about. Um, But he eventually gets caught tom cruise and a whole bunch of other stuff ensues and kind of spirals the plot out of control for sure a place where he is way out of his depth his tom cruise's character but supposedly in the conspiracy realm 24 minutes out of that entire film was deleted Hmm. um by the warner executives kubrick insisted that it stay in and they said no Warner Brothers I believe it was Warner Brothers and then Kubrick said I'm going to keep it in anyway left the meeting with those executives a couple of days later found dead oh whoa i don't know if i think officially i don't know if it was like suicide it probably wasn't i think it was by like natural causes something like that mm, right but the point still remains that um what was it see. what was in those 24 minutes
1: so it, it, it wasn't in because he died.
0: Yeah, they did not put it in.
1: They didn't put the 24 minutes in.
0: Because he died before it was released, yep.
1: Right, wow.
0: And I look at all the Crazy. interviews with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kim and talking about uh, Stanley, and I don't think they mention anything about the 24 minutes, however, because this is what comes in conspiracy realm, but they seem very distraught. Mm. Um yeah. But uh, check it out on YouTube um, and make your own assumptions. I'm not telling anybody to think one way or the other, but it's very interesting that it would be, people are led to believe that it exposes a little bit of uh, Illuminati secret society type of uh, (laughs) stuff, which it makes sense. Check out the movie because, um, you know, what did they take out?
1: Right. There you go. How about that? And then the same with the moon landing stuff too. I mean, I don't don't think it was a conspiracy, but... um... Do your own research i guess is what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah so the big thing was like the way the the flag and just like it looked like it was in a studio setting or whatever mm-hmm. they thought it was mm-hmm. like i think because they like practice the day before or two days before mm-hmm. well, i don't mm-hmm. know how long it takes to get to the moon but maybe like before the mission started mm-hmm. in like a similar looking space mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're thinking that maybe they just filmed that and didn't actually go to the moon just claimed that they did <laughs> And then people argue, like scientists argue that like the technology wasn't strong enough. Like it wasn't, wasn't good enough to get them to the moon mm-hmm. or like all these things that they're kind of arguing Then the way that the, the sun was with like solar flares and all this stuff that mm-hmm. was happening at that time. And, like, there's no way they, they could have done it.
0: Yeah. But
1: I don't know. I mean, I believe that they did it, but who knows? I don't.
0: July 21st, <laughs> July 21st, 1978. Mm. The film... Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, oh, no. based on the Beatles, premiered in New York City, starring the Bee Gees mm. and Peter Frampton um, and other musicians/slash comedians like Steve Martin. Uh, Steve Martin yeah. uh, and all of his gray, all of his gray haired glory. Um, yeah. Currently holding fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. um, the Bee Gees reco- are recorded saying it sucked. They didn't like it. George (laughs) Martin, the Beatles producer back in the 60s, Mm -hmm. produced the music. You want to know why? Because he was worried that somebody would do a worse job. (laughs) Uh, The Beatles refused to cameo. They actively distanced themselves from this project. And uh, George Harrison told it like it was. He said, those artists are definitely established. Peter Frampton and the Bee Gees for sure but were too greedy and overstretched themselves, had too much ego, too much hubris. Uh, You know, the more you make, the more you want to make and it damages their images. And I would wholeheartedly agree. I have never seen this all the way through. I've always stopped it.
1: Right. So so cringe. So cringe. Claire saw it. My wife saw it. Um, She said she did not like it. (laughs) So I'll take her word for it. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, whenever they do something that, like, you just want to see the Beatles, you know? Like, why, why would they, like, why would they have done this? Like, have other people play...
0: Because the Bee Gees were the hot thing back in 78, 77 that came out right. staying Alive. But then,
1: but why not just
0: use the Beatles? Like, Yeah. You know what I mean? But who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows what people were thinking? I think um, one thing that a lot of people should look back to, you know, think of the Bee Gees uh, as a disco band, what will you will, um... They were a rock band in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Check yeah. them out. Like from
1: yeah, the early stuff, yeah.
0: Yes. I different. wholeheartedly agree. Like before Robin Gibb left to pursue a solo career and then came back to the BGs for disco time. Check mm-hmm. out before he left and you're golden.
1: Definitely. Did you see that Foo Fighters is doing a BG cover album? No. Did you see that? No so they're renaming them they're rebranding themselves to the DGs and they're doing like just six, for this
0: album right? yeah
1: just for this album okay. they're doing like a six out like a six maybe five EP they're doing like five of like the BGs like biggest songs the they ones might that done, might have already come out yeah
0: might have already come out we'll see um, maybe we can talk about that too in the future I would love to I,
1: I love the Dave Grohl is like one of my heroes like he's like such a cool guy yeah maybe I don't know he does a lot for, like, music and education, which is, mm-hmm. which is big, I think. Yeah. So, anything more you want to talk about the Titan pepper, Peppers film? No,
0: let's forget about this movie.
1: It's <laughs> just move on. It was awful. Entertainment. Where's the entertainment, guys?
0: So, last... Uh... Last time we talked about Cardinal Black was a few weeks ago. Uh, They just released their EP a couple days ago um, on July 16th, Friday. Um, Two songs, Tell Me How It Feels and Jump In uh, were released as singles earlier this year. Um, To Incredible Success, Tell Me How It Feels was like unbridled praise. Um, And Chris Buck, their guitarist, has a fantastic following on his own YouTube channel. Um, You know, apparently with this EP that just came out with four songs, including tell me how it feels and jump in uh, it's number one uh, on the rock album chart. And when Friday happened, I think it was number eight in the main chart, like a few behind uh, John Mayer's sob rock.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, which is incredible. I, I, for having a name that wasn't exactly established, right. I suppose like you're, I suppose you might be riding on the success of the guitarist YouTube channel too, and Instagram channel as well. That's quite astounding.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, they're, they're a great band. I mean, they're they have great music. I really liked all the songs. Um, but yeah, I think that has something to do with it. And I think when, whenever you have kind of an established audience, they're going to listen to, you know, this, the CP and, you know, that's going to bring some attention to it. It's great marketing, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris Bogg, awesome guitarist, really really good, very talented. Like you know, we talked about before. I love his melodic structuring, his phrasing is awesome, um, and he always knows what to do for the for the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and yeah, definitely. I haven't listened too much of this John Mayer one, um, so you should talk more into that.
0: I listened to it on the way to work, um, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, it captures a very synthley sound from the nineteen eighties, which is nostalgic. It's like so
1: popular right now. It is, popular. it is. It is so popular. popular.
0: Yeah. You remember talking about the weekend a few weeks ago?
1: Yeah, and then just like talking about pop music in general, like mainstream, it's very mm-hmm. much like 80s Mm-hmm. So
0: but it like even it the back. intro song it reminded me of Toto's Africa. I think mm-hmm. that's been oh, yeah, cited quite a lot. Um, right. Some of the album was recorded, I believe, in the pandemic. Other songs were already released as singles as early as 2018. Well, Uh, like three or four of those songs were put onto the album. I've got my own opinion about that. I didn't like how they were already released as singles, like, let them stand on their own as singles. I wouldn't like Um, putting it on that. It makes me feel cheated.
1: Um, So, because I mean, we've had a lot of time to listen to that. Like, why not come up with new material? Like, you can just kind of throw that out there instead of rehashing the stuff he released years ago yeah or maybe um, they would be just unhappy with maybe didn't get as many listens as he wanted so then he wanted to re-release it re-release
0: them as yeah. one whole package uh, yeah right. like i said before i've listened to it once through already and then a few songs again on their own um i can't speak fully for my future self but i i can't help but feel underwhelmed by the right. effort in in its entirety
1: mm-hmm. So the majority of the songs he did during quarantine, right? So he recorded them yeah. during that time period. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called Sob Rock.
0: Yeah, I think there. it could be music to chill to. It could be music to cry to. It could be music to drive a Sob, S-A-A-B, to. <laughs> I don't know, because like, Sobs were popular in the 80s, I'm sure. Um, Probably So know. there's a subtext there But it's an incredibly relaxed album For sure, um, I loved listening to it Like on a nice sunny Friday day um, Which I think he was going for that uh, Chill vibe But cool. I, I guess I just feel like Is my favorite, that was one of the favorite songs Like when it was released as a single I've always mm-hmm. loved that since 2019 Still love it um, The song Why You No know Love Me That's the title Ooh, Why I You No know. Love mm-hmm. Me uh, <laughs> like one of those gr- old memes yep. Yes, 20- <laughs> 2012 is calling our name It's Whoa, a gr- man. great, great melody A few people that I've talked to don't like the title Obviously, it's a very goofy right. title yeah, Um, yeah. But that's what kind of Can turn people off uh, However, the last song All I Want Is To Be With You Made it all worth it mm. I felt like there was a significant lack of guitar solos In this album Maybe he was reserved, felt like he wasn't like He was saving it up
1: Yeah, that's the only question: is was how was like the solos? Is there there a lot of good guitar work, or just very
0: underwhelming? Very underwhelming. I mean, it was kind of more popish. Yep, great album for melodies, but as far as guitar, it left me wanting more. Left something to be desired. too bad. Um. So that's where I'm at for my feelings. It could change, but that's where I'm at. I I would still listen to it on a road trip, sure, Mm. but the re-listenability remains to be seen. Like I'd probably give it a six out of ten.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably listen to it tonight. Actually, it might be a good a good time. Just chill back and listen. Mm-hmm. A little bit of bourbon.
0: Not too much bourbon. But who <laughs> wins, in my opinion, mm-hmm. even if they're four songs, yeah, Cardinal Black.
1: Yeah, I think there's something about being like fresh. I know. That, I know that they've been around for a while, but to just like release something officially mm-hmm. in you know modern, more recent times, there's something about that. Like you have more energy, more desire, you have more drive. Your music is good. Like especially with the EPs, like you know the songs are good. Like mm-hmm. like you're gonna re- release them because they're good, you know. Mm-hmm. And with like a a bigger album, like a lot of them can just be like, well, oh, us just filler content, you know.
0: Yeah, except uh, with John Mayer's case, I agree with you. I would say that he has everything that he can do to push his boundaries. And it felt like he just was so comfortable.
1: Mm, I see. Yeah. Well, there you go. How about that? But it's and easy I'm to really, be comfortable. I'm, I'm really curious to see how, well, and we're kind of starting to see that now with like a bunch of creators. A lot of the artists are coming out and we're releasing the content that they made during quarantine. And just to kind of see how that has impacted their artistic, you know, creativity and their, their development and their ideas and all that stuff is interesting. Like, you know, I think about the Bo, Bo Burnham thing that we talked about the inside, mm-hmm. like how that was kind of depressing and whatever. So I feel like it's just kind of interesting that like John Mayer would release something called Saab Rock during mm-hmm. his time. And I, you know, I, I obviously I don't know too much about the album yet, but it sounds to me like it's like him talking about the rough time of... Mm-hmm what we went through and so i'm curious to see what else like what other artists are going to release in coming months mm-hmm. through those stuff that they produce. all right guys so now next up we're going to listen to cardinal black's warm love which is a you know as you can see it's an official live session and this is exclusively for patreon so if you want to watch us react to this and to listen to it yourself um follow you know uh become a patron on patreon so that you can listen uh, and, and it's only about three dollars right for yep
0: this
1: Mm -hmm. Um, so so think about it consider it and we appreciate you guys
0: you've got questions you're feeling grounded joe we got questions we do all right so our questions are coming from zh iron swim Thank you very much for sending our questions out. He says, all right, we've got some Olympics coming up soon. And you guys did mention the trials not too long ago. So some Olympic theme questions for you. Let's take them one at a time because this, this is a big one, Josh. Uh, big post. Which Olympic sport would you most like to participate in? Talent, not an object.
1: Probably like BM, BMX stuff. Okay. Like, it was always my, like a dream mind to like be good at like BMX biking.
0: Mm-hmm. For me, it would probably be swim. I've had a background in that, and I—it's never faltered. So that would probably be me. Mm. What is your favorite sport to watch during the Olympics?
1: You, you go first.
0: Swim, track and field, uh, beach volleyball.
1: I concur. Yeah, all those definitely. Swimming is like really exciting, actually.
0: Yeah. Uh, any sport you never tried before that you would like to after watching them on the Olympics? For me, it would be archery.
1: It's what you never tried before that you would like to after watching them on the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I really like... So, Joe, I've done archery. Did you know this? I used to do...
0: No, I never knew.
1: I used to talk, teach... Um, archery at camp. I like learned how to shoot bow and arrow, and I would do it during the summer. I would. Um, it was fun. Nice. I'm gonna skip that one.
0: Okay. Uh, any favorite Olympic memories uh, from watching
1: Michael Phelps?
0: Yeah. So the one that comes to mind, of course, in 2008, um, Michael Phelps beat at I believe it was Miller and Kavic um in the it was either the 100 or the 200 fly um i'm just gonna say 200 fly i'm, I'm not entirely certain i forget what it was but mm-hmm. i remember i was at a friend's house we were all at a get together and we saw that where he beat out miller and cabbage uh by one one hundredth of a second yeah uh got the gold uh i erupted everyone erupted around everyone the world did. the whole um, world
1: did. yeah it was crazy to watch It was probably one of the most exciting things like yes. i've ever seen
0: mm-hmm uh, and I will look at that one, um, for years to come as one of the greatest, uh, that I could witness. Um, any other memories?
1: No, that's, that's, like the, that, that's one. the one. Uh, that's if you could
0: add one new event to the Olympics, what would it be? Two words, disc golf. <laughs> I'm sponsoring it because I've got, um, uh, I'm new to it, but you know it's coming up in popularity, from what I've known from uh, a few other people who played it a long time. It is so. We'll nice.
1: see. I'm gonna say professional fort building, <laughs> just to be a tool.
0: To what up. about sandcastles?
1: Ooh, even better. That would be a good castles? one.
0: Yeah. Any favorite athletes at this moment in time? Caleb Dressel
1: mm. and Katie yeah, Ledecky. Yeah, I don't really have any. To be honest, I haven't followed in a while. You saying boat. Well, he's not, he's not competing.
0: No, no, so, no, no. They have a new sprinter. Mm. Uh PS Josh, I also like the refrigeration idea. It's pretty cool. It's well, pretty, thank you.
1: It's pretty cool.
0: Thank you, Zh.
1: Do you get it? It's a joke.
0: <laughs> I don't get any jokes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Okay. We did it. Uh, so so thank you, Zach, for asking questions. I hope you feel grounded. And if you have questions-
0: We've gotten our fix, Josh, so we also feel grounded.
1: Yeah, we did it. (laughs) We did it.
0: So what we want you guys all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, like the video, share to any prospective person that might be interested in our content. Check us out on Instagram. We want you guys to see us on that platform. You can get links to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also numerous others. Check us out on Patreon if you guys haven't already. It's three bucks a month to see exclusive content that Josh and I genuinely enjoy doing. You're also going to see digestible content come up on YouTube. We appreciate you guys, and we can't wait to see you guys for next episode. You've got questions?
1: You're feeling grounded.